We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We pay our respect to their leaders, past, present and emerging. Welcome to Leadership of Fools. I'm your host today, Rick Brown, and I'm joined by Chris Carroll. He is the CEO of WS Audiology Asia Pacific. Some people call him the hearing aid guy, but that's a little glib. Uh, He's joining us today and we're happy to have him. Chris, welcome to the podcast. G'day, Rick. How are you? Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure, an absolute treat to have what I think of as the coolest guy in corporate culture joining me on the podcast uh, how's it been? How are you going? What's up? Yeah, no, it's going well. And, you know, being a Melbourne, well, actually, I'm a Perth guy originally. In fact, just with, with everyone piling on Victorians, I haven't described myself as a Perth guy in ages, but now I'm, I'm a Perth guy, I happen to be living in Melbourne. But, oh, listen, I think, Rick, we're at the point now where we've got a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and we're just finding a way through it. But in terms of a a living and a working experience to go through, it, it really has been incredible. It really has. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a little bit out of the box, out of the, out of the norm. Unusual is the word. I don't, think anyone, I don't think anyone predicted it. <laughs> no. And if they did, they were, they were called cr- crackpots. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. they were involved in the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I mean, you've seen my YouTube channel. I'm I'm across the conspiracies. Yeah, that's the channel in the dark web, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got it. I sent you the link though. Yeah. Yeah. Still quite haven't plucked up the courage to click it. <laughs> yeah. You can only get in there through the baby formula website that I set up as a as a dark front door. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you know the one. You'll know it when you see it. Sure. Uh, but enough about my dark web activities. Uh, I've said too much. And you know too much. Uh, twenty twenty, we've we've we're already talking about it. But let's find out what did you learn, Chris Carroll. What leadership lessons have you learned so far? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I found it quite interesting. It's it was a bit of a mad scramble when it all happened towards the back end of March, and 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 we all sort of went went home, and we had to you know had to figure out how we're going to run this business. And we've got a very decentralised business, mainly audiology clinics around Australia and so you know certainly under the first wave it was we've all gone home we've all got to think about a different way of working but we're still got to try and keep a pulse in the business and 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 you know I think from a, a leadership perspective it was really important to make sure we struck the right balance of keeping ourselves active and busy on meaningful tasks without overloading because you know life got really sort of wobbly for a while and and it was really trying to recognize that you know everyone's life was getting incredibly complicated and i had to, we had to kind of strike the balance between well okay well this is an opportunity to do a range of things we've been talking about for a while but we didn't want to overcook it because um, there was just a lot going on so that was that was kind of one of the ones is knowing how far we want to press in this new sort of work paradigm given that given everything else that's gone on and we've kind of moved through it and sort of understood understood how to work now and now it's sort of something a little bit different but certainly at the at the start it was we were sort of running on adrenaline and we were being we were being surprisingly a whole lot more effective than i probably anticipated 
um, because, we, as I say, we were running on, on adrenaline, but we also we also made the decision to stop doing a range of activities that we probably couldn't do anyway or just decided that it wasn't the right time and and really cutting down the the list of things that we wanted to do on the look back has made us a whole lot more effective on the things that we did launch. So it's that whole thing that we kind of all know in our tummies that says, I think we're all doing too much. And I wonder if we, if we cut out a bunch of things and just did a few things really well, would it make a difference? And I think we all kind of intuitively know it, but we've never really often had the courage to say stop on a range of activities for a range of reasons. But this forced us to stop and we could only do a couple of things. And, and we've, we've sort of had our hypothesis confirmed that if we just sort of gather ourselves around a couple of things, certainly in a business like ours, you can really hit it out of the park. And then it's sort of, you go, as you go beyond this, you think, well, I wonder if that's probably something we should take through. Yeah, I guess um, a lot of businesses have dealt with the abstract notion of prioritizing what are, what are the key areas we should be focusing on, but it's always been an abstract thing. Like mm. in a perfect world, we would be focusing on these things, but through necessity, mm. we have to do this, this, and this as well. But this mm. kind of forced that priority into the, um, into the now. And it's like, well, now we have to prioritize and find out what is necessary. It's interesting when you're forced, when you're forced to prioritize, cause you don't really get forced like pre pandemic, you'd always find a way to justify doing, you know, item seven, eight, nine, and 10 on that list of 10 things, right? You could always talk yourself into it. Mm. Well, when that decision gets taken out of your hands, if it's in some ways, it's a little bit cathartic to say, mm. we only got a couple of things to drive through. And I don't know commercially that we would have been any better had we done seven, eight, nine, and 10 than doing one through six much better than I think we otherwise would have. So it's been a real interesting lesson for us. And on the other side, um, when you've, when you've not been focusing on uh, work priorities, uh, what's been keeping you sane, Chris, what's been helping you get through the, uh, uh, the otherwise muddled year well, that we've I, been having? I think that I've probably gone completely through the Netflix catalog. That'll be the first thing. I don't think that, I think I've now outpaced the content engine that is Netflix. <laughs> I'm also, I, I never wanted to be that guy, but I was always, listen, I've got my Foxtel and I got Netflix and I'll get the odd Apple. But I am now, I've now got every streaming service coming into it. I mean, I'm Amazon priming, I'm yep. Disney plusing, I'm Apple TV plusing. Sure. And I'm, I'm probably at the stage now where I've probably got too many of them. So a few of them, may not make it through. So there's been a bit of that. You'll be forced to prioritise your streaming services. Well, what I need is a, is a catastrophic failure of streaming services to really make me, <laughs> me prioritise. I need the Disney business to, to go under, which yeah. I'm not quite sure will happen, but oh, I need something like that to happen. They're struggling. Or, or Bezos, because I hear Bezos is a bit shaky. Yeah. 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 If, yeah. If you're relying on Bezos and Disney to go under, I, I, I think you're in, you're in good hands. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a bit of that. I think the team, you know, on a work sense, the team's done a, uh, a really good job of, of sharing things we otherwise wouldn't share. So we get together each morning and have a, a quick huddle. But once a week, we decide that we're going to share a photo through MS Teams of a particular theme. Be it, you know, a baby photo when we're on holiday and this week we're doing, you know, your first car. And again, I don't think we would have done that stuff had we all been coming in and into the office each day. So 
I got we got a lot of enjoyment out of that, and that that uh, gee, we laugh about some of the things that we put up. Uh, you know, family's been important as well. We've got a daughter who's obviously been homeschooling for a while, and and having her around or being around her as much as I have has been really enjoyable. So really enjoyable, which is which has been good. So and also just trying to be optimistic. I mean, you know, it will pass. But I think I said that at, sort of in wave one, it will pass, and then wave two came. Mm. So I've got to try and think about saying something else. But I genuinely do think that we'll get through it. Um, I think Melbourne's probably got a few deeper scars than other cities, I think, through this second wave. So mm-hmm. I'm in a little bit of a unique situation here in Melbourne. But but if you just remain positive and, and you know, still continue to work on on uh, nurturing the relationships that you have, albeit via different platforms. Um, that's been sort of energising for me, I think. Fantastic. Chris Carroll, it's been a treat having you on the podcast. You've clearly got your priorities in order uh, and I hope that continues to be the case. Thanks for uh, coming on board. Thanks, Rick. Good to talk to you again. ThePeopleSpot.com is the place to visit when you need to make the people part of your role easier, more genuine and more suited to you. ThePeopleSpot.com is the new home of people content from Colin Beatty and the team at Leadership of Fools. ThePeopleSpot.com